0: Jada's the, the queen but this is penguin man this, this, this penguin I can't go against penguin and, yeah. and then black twitter gave me a hard time over that mm-hmm. cuz they only watched that Gotham show for Jada bro that's the only reason yeah. why I watched <laughs> it, was
1: Jada I wasn't watching it for like
0: I was watching it for is. penguin and um Gordon, penguin, penguin and Gordon was though.
1: okay and Gordon
0: okay Gordon was good
1: <laughs> but after a while it was like the same thing like <laughs> Every episode after that is just like, okay, I know what I'm going to get out of this guy.
0: Yeah,
2: I just remember a lot of running and darkness.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, oh yeah, that's the thing. And Gotham's then of course the, the boy,
3: <laughs> the oh, boy, Bruce Wayne. Yeah,
1: like oh my gosh, the season <laughs> finale of that.
0: Did you watch the whole thing or just the, no, the final? No, I watched scene? the whole thing. What do I look like? No, no, no. I mean the whole the last episode. No, a lot of I people only saw the last clip. Just the clip. Just okay, because some clip. people. There was so much wrong. Some with it. people who dropped off the show, yeah, watched the last episode because they thought they were gonna get a lot of Batman action, mm-hmm. and they were very upset. Yeah, and I feel like you probably would have told these people, "Nah, man, just watch that clip. That's watch it. The clip. Yeah. That's the only way you'd feed your curiosity." No, I
1: only heard <laughs> about the last episode from like YouTube or something. Yeah, and I saw like a thumbnail of the image. I was like, wait a second. And so I played the clip, yeah. and you get this bad CGI, <laughs> and then, of course, you have a costume that, like, I feel like that's what I would have looked like wearing a Batman costume. Oh, uh, if you <laughs> went to the
0: Garment District? If I went
1: to the Garment District when I was 17. <laughs> like,
0: it looked horrible. And it was funny because was they were originally, they were going to get a, an older stunt double. Yeah. Who I think it was I think it was Jim Gordon's stunt double. I, now don't <laughs> quote me. Okay, I I'm, I think it is. So I think they were gonna get Jim Gordon's stunt double to put on like a, a Batman suit. That's stupid. But the actor for Bruce Wayne, young Bruce Wayne, was like he he begged the director to have it so that he could wear the Batman suit. Yeah, and I feel like that was a bad choice. I think they should have got the Jim Gordon stunt double um, in a practical that. suit, not a CGI suit. No, no, the suit was practical. The background was CGI. No, but I feel like the way they filmed that, it looked like it was bad. Yeah, they should have had him standing in front of Gordon Mm. in the in a just in a bat suit, and then you you use camera trickery to to have him like jump away. Just be like, um, he could just say something like, you know, um, I'll take care of it. And I'll be here when you need me. And then, boom, he's gone. And Gordon's like, wait, where'd he go? Yeah. And and that's it. Like, a stunt double could do all that. You didn't <laughs> need to get the actual young Bruce Wayne in the costume. That was
1: I, I I don't know a single white boy who doesn't want <laughs> to wear the Batman costume at least once. So,
0: but that boy is a professional. He can't be like being a fanboy. So when, (laughs) so when you say, when you say
1: that, like, oh, they, they, maybe they should have had a stunt double throw on the costume. It's like, that's not believable.
0: Really? No, it's not. So a 19 year old kid wearing a
1: bat suit pretend to be a grown man. <laughs> but it's the same 19 year old kid we've been following. I see. Put that guy in the costume. Just put him in the Bruce, costume. If he's yeah. Bruce Wayne, that's like hiring Ben Affleck to be Batman, and then but whenever he puts on the costume, is John Hamm. I
0: see. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I feel like they. I feel like they should never have done the last episode. As someone who who watched the show, like consistently i yeah. i feel like they should never have done that last episode like mm. they should have just had an extra credit scene with them on the roof and it, it's a complete yeah and they they kind of just see a shadow that's it we don't yeah. no need to yeah speaking of last episodes <laughs> shall, we, shall we get started <laughs> what a transition hey, look what at that transition. segue, boy i told you you're so good at
1: segues. thank you bro i know what i'm doing sometimes <laughs>
0: What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minor.
3: What? Odin reminds me of a Haitian father.
0: (laughs) This is,
3: it
1: feels like the comic brought to live screen.
3: name on anything who's gonna stop you it's
1: <laughs> this is if this is the story they are going for can we buy a cheap table so i can flip it, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <You
3: know, like, laughs> it? <laughs> Alright, everybody we got a curfew by nine o'clock you're <laughs> oh, <laughs> regret. dang can you edit that out and now
0: this
1: is marvelous friends marvelous friends welcome to the marvelous friends podcast
2: <laughs> you are now listening to marvelous friends
1: Welcome to episode number 63 of the Marvelous Friends podcast. Uh, it's so good to have you guys here. Thank you guys for listening to us for a 63 episodes. If you've been following us recently, we've been watching Jessica Jones and talking all about it. We decided to turn our attention to the Netflix TV series, and we started with Jessica Jones. Um, and so today we're going to talk about episodes 11 through 13, but before we do, I want to introduce myself. My name is Rob. I'm the host of this amazing podcast, and I brought a few of my friends with me.
0: My name is Death Tombstone, and I have the ability to do what people suggest me to do without any (laughs) self-control. What? Uh Uh-huh. Wait. Yeah, I was the second attempt to create Killgrave It didn't work out. I see. So, but author. my secret identity is <laughs> Ronaldo. Okay. Okay. Okay,
3: Elise, <laughs> and I'm freaking
1: Okay, you got to help me out with that name there, Ronaldo. Well, Killgrave, Death, Death, Tombstone. Tombstone. Okay.
2: Oh, sure. wow. that was clever. Okay. Then I'll say my name is Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin.
1: <laughs> so we got a chance to watch all of Jessica Jones season 1. Guys, we made it. It's the final three episodes and we're just gonna, we're just going to wrap this up in this episode and 11 uh, episode 11 through through 13. There's a lot that happens um in this episode, it starts with where we picked up uh from the previous episode. Uh basically Kilgrave uh told everybody who was kind of hung on a noose to jump. And the episode ends by what's her name again? The girl who stabs herself? Hope. 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 Oh dang Hope. <laughs> Schlottman. 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 Schlott. Hope schlotman. Hope. Oh man, that's a Schlott. say that three times without swearing. <laughs> Hope schlotman. Okay. Uh wow. Where was I? Hope Slotman stabs herself in the neck and Kilgrave escapes. And this is now uh, Jessica's time to figure out how is she now going to kill Kilgrave. Um, and so that's where we left off. And this is where episode 11 begins. I want to turn it to you guys because there's a lot that happens between these three episodes. Is there one moment that stood out to you that, that, that made you react Whether it be like, wow, I love this or, oh my gosh, this was annoying. Why'd you do that? Or anywhere in between.
2: There's two scenes that really pop out in my head. And one of them is when Jess brings Luke to the hospital um, because she's freaking out. He got shot and the nurses try to stick the needle into Luke and the needle keeps bending and um, the nurse gets kicked out and then they have Rosario Dawson Um, come on the scene. And I forgot that she was in the series. And I think it's a kind of cool crossover um, just to see how she kind of has no choice to help them. And she um, is kind of equipped for the job. Um, So I think that stuck out in my head, um, just randomly. And then the other random scene, I know you asked for your one, but um, the rock flautist, (laughs) because I had never heard of a rock flautist before. So I thought that was interesting. What? Um. The there's a a woman that comes on Trish's show who plays a flute. Oh, right, right. And she's okay. a rock flautist. Okay, that's a thing. <laughs>
1: I I didn't know I had a name to it. Same. Interesting. Whenever whenever scenes where Trish is like basically being patsy, but it's Trish and she's on the radio and she's interviewing someone. Whenever that whenever the sequences where it takes place in the radio station, I tune out. <laughs> So I missed that completely.
0: Big, big surprise. Because yeah. that girl was going hard. I'm like, oh, okay. She was going
1: hard in the paint for 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the point of that scene was not to care about her.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then, Trish that's didn't even fair. care about her. And then the whole time, we see Trish talking to Steve Rogers Light, and Fergie's worrying about the girl playing the flute for another 15 <laughs> Bro, minutes. Bro, listen,
2: I played the flute for, like, three, four years, so I was like, oh, I actually kind of- Wait, <laughs> kind you kind of want to hear that, yeah. I did not know that. I did. I didn't know
1: that. Wow, respect.
0: respect
3: <laughs> yeah. Wow, instrument. Rob, the, you didn't know you. I, I did I
0: did not know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, I was in chorus, so. I did this. My my voice was my instrument. Oh, wow. Hot There's, cross buns we, on the flute. We, we <laughs> We
1: just found out why
2: you stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got too the complicated. Closest
1: I got to uh, to to anything woodwind is the recorder.
3: Yeah, yeah, everybody mm. did.
0: Everybody did. I could do uh, Amazing Grace on the recorder. What? Oh, yeah?
3: I only yeah, had Mary had could. a little lamb. People did actual songs like that's Yeah, you yeah,
0: can. People, There's you videos can. of people. There's Amazing. People that did they're all not those. tuned, but <laughs> yeah, they're not tuned too well. But they're not. But, but they,
1: it's a recorder. Yeah.
2: Like all I heard was like Hot Cross Buns and like what Elise said. Mary had a little lamb, but never
0: like. I think so. Someone did the Harry Potter theme on stop. recording. Stop. Interesting. On YouTube,
1: yeah. Mm. Yo, I want. I want a, a major producer to. Like hire somebody to get in the studio and like record them playing a recorder, and just, <laughs> just flip it to a crazy beat.
0: What about that Timbaland beat? Someone could do that on a recorder. Which Timbaland beat? The Indian flute beat.
1: Uh oh, that the old beat.
0: <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Uh, you you'll recognize. I you. recognize. I, I it. recognize yeah. what he did. Yeah, you recognize. That's one of the most classic. That's one of the most classic Timberland beats. Huh. Yeah,
1: I feel like I would know it if I if I hear yeah, it. Yeah, if you hear it, you I can. actually I know what you are talking about, but for some reason in my head I can't I can't play it. Yeah, but the reason why I say that too is because like a lot of hip hop beats now have a lot of flutes.
2: That's true. true. That weird little flute.
1: That weird little flute <laughs> from SNL for for those of us who don't know SNL.
2: I also feel like for uh, uh, since we're doing the last three episodes, even the season finale mm-hmm. or the last episode, I was like, eh, okay, it's hard to kind of find a standout moment
0: Mm -hmm. personally there has to be for me it's hard to pick one yeah there's a lot of standout moments oh wow yeah well i'm the the fanboy on this (laughs) this crew basically Mm. um i'll pick i'll pick this one you guys might roll your eyes but i I did (laughs) like when jessica looked at tris and said i love you and it was like the final clue that Mm-hmm. Kilgrave's power still can't work on Jessica, mm-hmm. and then she killed him. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
2: you said you liked it or you didn't?
0: Yeah, this is the one I like. Okay, this okay. is the one I. This is the one that I said you guys might roll your eyes oh, at okay, and okay. not like. Mm. But yeah, when she looked at Trish in the face and said "I love you," and then grabbed Kilgrave and killed him mm-hmm. to prove that Kilgrave cannot control her. No matter what Kilgrave tried to do, he couldn't control Jessica. So just the fact that he, like. um just the fact that we, we got confirmation of that and that Jessica like finally put this controversy to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole Kilgrave mess is done. Mm-hmm. And it was Jessica that did it. Not Luke. Not the discount ca- uh, Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not Daredevil, because Claire was trying to get Daredevil in there. Mm-hmm. No, nah, yeah. Jessica did it. So mm-hmm. that that's my standout moment. That's it. It's over.
1: Okay. We're going to circle back on that standout moment because that... That's kind of what makes, if, if there's any moment or any sequence that just sums up the season, it's that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like the highest of the highest going to be in it, this whole season. So I want to circle back on that. How about you, Elise? Is there any moment um, that stood out to you that made you go, well, that was amazing, or, Whoa, I hate this person, or?
3: <laughs> I think it was when they were in uh, a nightclub or something like that, and you realized mm-hmm. that Luke... Was actually Mm. under Kilgrave's compulsion the entire time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it like, I think this does a really good job of like making you think, okay, she and Luke are working together. They're trying to, you know, hone in on Kilgrave. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you find out that all the sweet stuff he was saying and the chemistry, like, it was still Mm -hmm. all orchestrated by Kilgrave. And I think that that was surprising to me because it's just like, You knew he was smart, but it's just like wow, you really do think of everything. Like he's just so detailed. He like you know he thinks of everything. He Mm -hmm. doesn't really leave any stone unturned. I guess. Mm -hmm. So you know, even though I've seen this before, he really—I was fooled again. Yeah, because it's been some time since I watched this, and I was like, oh, dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that. When that reveal happened and it was like, Oh yeah, oh did you believe that? Oh yeah, I wrote it. Yeah. I was like, Dad. Yeah. Snap.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. It's it's so funny because I remembered I vaguely remember that scene. Mm -hmm. Like from my, you know, past viewing. Like I remember it happening, but for some reason it was so separated from every other scene before that Mm -hmm. that involved Luke Cage. And so to see that again and to realize that he was pulling the strings the whole time right. and then like i remember i was watching it today and he says the line basically the the line that luke says mm-hmm. earlier in the season
0: yeah. right. i'll i'll tell you i forgive you as as much as you need to hear it mm-hmm.
1: right. yeah and i was like wait a minute
3: Mm-hmm. Somebody
1: said that. Right. And then he goes, I wrote it. I was like, Yeah, she was like, Wait, you oh. heard that? And he was like, I wrote
3: it. I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He didn't overhear it. He yeah. told Luke to say that.
1: That's a classic comic book twist. Yeah. You see that kind of twist, like it's genius written all over good mm. comic books. Mm-hmm. It's it's classic work.
0: I I I knew he Kilgrave controlled Luke, like my first viewing. Really? Yeah, I was but I didn't know that he told Luke exactly what to say. Mm. That I had no clue about. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that whole time when she was like, "So what did what did he tell you?" She kept saying like, "What did he tell you to do? What did he tell you to do?" And he was like, "Like blow up your bar. Just make sure Jessica sees it." And she's like, "That's it. That's all. You, he doesn't know your powers. No, he doesn't." And just the way he answered that question, it, it made me feel a little suspicious. Like. Hmm. I feel like if Kilgrave controlled Luke, he would ask him everything. Like, mm-hmm. yo, like, what did you eat for breakfast last week? Like, what are your s- deepest, darkest secrets? Like, why, why were you married to Riva in the first place? Do you know about the flash drive? And hmm. he would. Ju- so it just seemed weird that oh, Kilgrave forgot to ask about
3: that Luke one thing. Powers, yeah, right. and then
0: blow up the bar, and then. Jessica's like, oh, great. So now Kilgrave thinks you're dead because he doesn't know about your powers. But I'm like, nah, I don't think that seems too much to overlook.
1: Yeah, I have a question. Um, because I think, Renaldi, you brought up something very interesting. And you too, Elise, with this reveal and knowing that Kilgrave wrote. We'll, say, we'll just, for for consistency purposes, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume he wrote.
0: Everything. Every line. Yeah. Every line. Yeah, it's believable. Because remember, Kilgrave told Luke to every few hours call me with updates. Right. So he would Luke would probably call him and tell him, "Oh, this is what me and Jessica were talking about." Blah blah. Right. And Kilgrave be like, "Oh, okay. So I know what she's going to tell you." Right. So he's
1: he's on the move, like on the go, live reacting, or you know, changing the script as he goes. Yep. And and so this this brings me to my question how much of that relationship when when jessica was with luke she almost never really got luke it was all Kilgrave,
0: right oh you're talking dang it i keep doing <laughs> uh sorry you're talking about um th- these sets of episodes or the whole show the whole, whole show. series the whole series the whole season um I feel like half of it, yeah. Luke, she got the real Luke, but then she lied to him, and then after the lying, it was Kilgrave Luke.
2: I agree. I think there was a point where we got the real Luke, and then it switched to Kilgrave. But I don't know when.
1: Yeah, that that was going to be my question: is when did this happen? Do we think it happened right around the explosion?
0: No, I think it was after Hope died, because Luke said he was following them. Yeah, and so when Hope died. That's when Kilgrave. I see.
2: And that's when they meet for the first time because you can tell, by the way, he's like, And who are you? Yeah. To Luke. Um, they, they didn't like know Thanos each other and, previously. Uh,
0: Wanda all over again. Thanos and Wanda in Endgame.
1: And who are you? Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah. I don't even know who you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It was like Kilgrave's way of trying to prove to, to Jessica that she really can and does love him. Not Luke, but Kilgrave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because every response and every conversation was his. And so, because it was a different face, a different person, a different, just a whole different exterior, she can look past that and go, oh, he's not Kilgrave. He's safe. Yeah. But everything being said
2: interesting. is coming
1: from Kilgrave. So, it's just an interesting, like, dynamic, a battle, whatever you want to call it. I-, I don't know. But it's just so interesting how that all played out
0: i think um during luke and Kilgrave's conversation luke uh even though he's controlled and can't move he Kilgrave allows him to answer freely like his questions mm-hmm. so luke is answering these questions and he's rubbing it in he's like yeah we were intimately involved me and jessica we were we had a special close i remember that yeah and he's just relish because that's all he can do. Obviously, Kilgrave told him not to move. Mm-hmm. And Kilgrave's so mad he doesn't even like tell Luke to do something to hurt himself. Because mm-hmm. usually, if someone answers Kilgrave that disrespectfully, Kilgrave makes them mm-hmm. like that guy that he said throw that coffee in your face. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. but Kilgrave's so mad that Luke and Jessica had some closeness. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he did that out of desperation, mm-hmm. you know, using Luke to like create this new relationship,
1: yeah, speaking of can't move, I want to talk about a, a scene. This is after that you know the scene when they're at that uh um that concert hall mm-hmm. and Luke and Jessica they start fighting, and they end up outside. She takes a shotgun and knocks him unconscious by shooting him from under the chin, right. Mm-hmm. Sends him to the hospital. And Fergie, you know exactly what scene I'm going to. Because you were like, I like this scene. And I was like, what scene are you talking about? And then it happens. And I'm like, of course, this is classic Fergie. (laughs) Classic Fergie joke. Um, There's a scene where he's like on the bed. Mm -hmm. Just like out cold, right? And the doctors are trying to put a needle in him. And they can't. They even try to drill his skull open. They can't do it. Finally, they get Claire in there. Claire and Jessica... They're talking, going back and forth. And now they realize they got to move Luke, I think, back to Jessica's apartment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what happens is Jessica picks Luke up, and it was the most awkward-looking, I don't even know what you call
2: that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was shot badly.
1: It was horrible. <laughs> like, I think we saw the strings.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was really bad. He's like love it. He's like limp- Kind of, and but then you just... have
1: like Jessica, who's so much smaller than him, picking him up. It just looked weird.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, for a woman, she's pretty, pretty big. <laughs> well, yes, but compared to Luke, yeah, it's not no, even close. You got a not big, even close. Like <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. I feel like they just it rushed cartoonish. it. Cartoonish. It looked cartoonish. It feels like they rushed it. It feels like they did this in one take and said, "All right, we're good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Honestly, I feel like for some of her like. Well, more than one of her little action scenes when she's doing, like, using her powers. It looks a l- It looks like they have to put a little bit of work. Like, especially when she's jumping. Sometimes she <laughs> just looks weird. Yeah, especially when she's jumping. They need to add a little extra to make it look like she reasonably made this jump. And I'm like, you didn't jump that far. Like, <laughs> nah. But okay, the cameras will help You're
1: you. You're talking about in the concert hall when she jumps over all the police yeah, officers. But yeah, but it's happened
3: before. Too. Yeah. Like, it's just every jumping scene yeah you know, she just
1: but the camera cuts away
0: yeah they you don't just see her
3: feet <laughs> everybody's
1: in
0: awe yeah they don't film it <laughs> well. they don't film like, it uh. and it kind of sucks because i feel like like i know i'm being a stan or a fanboy but i read the comics and in the comics the fight scenes with her are pretty cool so i kind of wish they took their time with them but maybe they just didn't have time to do it.
2: I have a question for Rob. Um I know this show was not your favorite, but uh do you think differently having watched it with fresh eyes?
1: Uh well, not really with fresh eyes, but sure. Um different eyes? Sure. Mature eyes? Mature eyes. With the uh,
0: 3 of us ganging up on you? <laughs> y'all, I feel like y'all
1: about to gang up <laughs> on We didn't you again. gang
3: up on him. We just asked him clarifying No, it. No, no.
1: At least yeah. no. you asked me clarifying questions. They ganged up on me.
3: <laughs> bye bye. I- no. Well I hey
1: hey by? I was only a accomplice. No, you like, was driving what?
0: the What? You said what you Fer- said Frankie was the one driving
1: the driving the car. I no, was just riding shotgun. You dead. were you were captain of that ship, Frankie.
2: <laughs> what did I say?
1: I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember. I just remember. No, I, 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 I think was... what you said. What you said was just say you hate women.
0: Yeah. You were, yeah. you were captain of that ship. Yeah. I I laughed though. I did not clarify. I just laughed. Oh, also,
2: because you were like, oh, I I don't like her because she's just angsty, and I'm like. Like that doesn't really mean anything. All girls are angsty. No, that's
0: all not guys true. are angsty. Yeah, They're double angsty too. We, we, we can't wait to talk about that when no, we cover that show. We can definitely cover that show. He got more angst than a teenager she wearing she all she black, writing yeah. suicide so, notes.
1: So, to to <laughs> your question, yes.
3: that's
1: that's that's a... So to your question, Fergie. <laughs> Sorry, okay, um, that a
0: great analogy.
1: Uh, what was it? Uh, now that I've seen it again. Is it my favorite show? Is that what you're asking? Like no, but what do you do think feel? of it now? Yeah. Yeah, do
3: you think um, about it differently than mm-hmm.
1: before? I, I think about it slightly differently. Um I I dislike it less. There are parts in the show that is really done well and it happens in in, in somewhere in the middle. There's mm-hmm. some there's some really well like the scene where he's like in that that uh that cage. Kilgrave, Kilgrave, mm-hmm. yeah the the scene where he's in that that when whole, he's imprisoned when he's in yeah he's in when he's in prison that whole thing like he's in there and he's got full control of the situation yeah that whole thing was genius the reveal with luke is classic comic book twist very well done even the build-up to Kilgrave as a as a villain as a, as a bad guy to feel threatened by not many movies or TV shows do it well these days. Mm-hmm. This does that well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Overall, as a show, I'm not gonna be jumping to watch this again. It's okay. It's okay. I've seen hey. sh- I, I've seen shows that do this much better. <coughs> <coughs> You're laughing, but I have. Hmm.
3: Hmm. Like like th- what? <laughs> I can't
1: I I was afraid somebody's gonna <laughs> ask like what because I couldn't think of any examples. But Fergie, my wife... Are you
0: talking from a detective standpoint or from a vigilante? Writing, writing, writing. Nah, I can't go there, man.
1: You can't go there? What? Nah. So for you, this is top five? Yeah. What?
0: I told you. It took... Well... What's what's your top five? It took Daredevil season three for me to admit you were right about um, comparing the two of them. Yeah. Okay. I
2: I slightly agree with you, Rinaldi, because I think the writing is good um i agree
1: too the writing's good Uh
2: but i don't know if i've seen shows with this kind of detective film noir twist Mm -hmm. i I don't think i can't think of any show like this
0: is i i like this better than veronica mars even Uh. though that show isn't and that show's that show's cool like i kind of feel that way about that show the way rob feels about jessica jones yeah Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I mean, yeah, there are detective shows. I mean, there are vigilante shows. They're like like I'm a cop but I'm gonna do things my way type shows. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like um, uh shoot. Like Numbers. Have you ever seen that? No. No. Uh, that was on CBS. Mm. Um, but there's a bunch of shows like that. Mm-hmm. I could probably Google it. But there's shows where it's like, you know, it's like that that investigator that goes, you know, on their own and like 24 it, is probably the easiest example sure because jack bauer kind of just does things on his mm. own and he's chasing a terrorist yeah who's in hiding mm-hmm. but
2: what about a female lead
0: that's a good point i mean there's veronica mars um there's some shows on tnt and usa like the closer that's uh. on tnt i think she's a um what is she She's the person that they send in to negotiate when they capture the criminal and they have him surrounded, mm. um, and she kind of she kind of does her own thing as an investigator. I don't know.
2: And what about you, Rob? You can't think of a, a show, or
0: I,
1: I. So you guys are you guys are are, are using detective show examples, mm-hmm. and I'm not comparing this to detective shows. Oh, okay. Like in my reasoning,
2: then what shows?
1: So that's I a little would, unfair because it's
0: hard to think of shows off the top well, of your head.
1: Well, Just no, okay. n- no. So, okay, let me finish. So when you guys ask me what do I think and what shows, automatically I'm going to the writing because that's why I'm like, I look at this, I'm like, I've I've watched shows that have done writing, be- like whatever's happening here in the writing and in the, the character work, I've seen shows that do it better. I would turn to you, Fergie, because I feel like I'm not much of a TV show guy. Mm-hmm. And any show that that you start watching, you're like, oh, you got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, ah, I'll watch the show. I start watching it. And I give it between three to six episodes. If I don't like it by episode six, I'm not investing. And almost every time, I'm bought in. Every single time. I see. So, So I would turn to you to what shows they are. Because... If a show can hook me, then it's a good show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what kind of show it is. You can make any genre a good genre if the writing is done well. That's why I'm not comparing a detective show with a detective show.
0: Oh, okay. So when you
1: ask me, uh, like, what show or, or when I've said that I've seen this done better, I'm not talking about the, the, the genre. Because I've seen... I, we could talk about superhero genre. I've seen horrible superhero movies. And I've seen great superhero movies, but if we're talking about the writing and character work, now we can have a conversation because now you're going into the mind of the writer and director. Mm. Do you follow? You guys follow what I'm saying?
2: I follow, but I feel like even the annoying characters are done really well in this show. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, Jess is angsty, but she's not like annoying in it. Or at least to me. Trish is very annoying, but her character serves a purpose mm-hmm. in being annoying. Simpson is like an awful cop, but like, again, it helps drive the story. So, um, I, even though there are characters that annoy me, I liked, um, the cast and I Love liked the, show. the roles that they played. Yeah.
0: Sure. Do you think, Oh, do you, well, I was going to ask you a question. Yeah. But, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, do you think. Is it more like okay? I get these concepts, but I have no connection to them. I got no connection to this. And a show with better writing would make you feel connected to the Mm concepts. So, the concept of you know, you know, toxic masculinity. I I know this. It's a cliche at this point because people Mm -hmm. use this term a lot. Yep. But I feel like Simpson, the (laughs) diet Steve Rogers really demonstrated what that is Mm because i feel like that term is misused a lot Yep. but i think simpson or the the diet steve rogers cop character (laughs) shows what that is and i was able to connect with that through his dialogue sure but maybe his dialogue is not hitting you in that Mm -hmm. way and that's kind of like an example of how you feel about the show like overall like this is not connecting with me I feel like other shows that tackle these issues, whether yeah. it's a male character that's, you know, very poisonous in his relationships, oh, I could invest in this mm-hmm. show that has that type of character, but not mm-hmm. Jessica Jones.
1: Yeah. It's like you, you watch, I'll use Breaking Bad as an example. None of us would drop our jobs and start selling drugs, yeah. right? But, and so, it, and it, it, that being said, we don't agree with it, right? Yeah. But we enjoy the show because we're bought into the character. Yeah. You know, even though the concept, it can be, you know, one would debate that, like, okay, it's doing, he's doing it for a greater purpose and yada, yada, but then he gets addicted and so on and so on. whatever, right? And so, even though the concept is broken, we still bought in because it's such an amazing show because of the character. Yeah. So, with your example, I feel like, I feel like you hit the nail on the head. These are gr- these are great concepts that I've honestly have seen done on different platforms. Yeah. But I'm not connecting with many of these characters. Like, yeah. you mentioned toxic masculinity with Dias Steve Rogers, I can't get past how annoying he is. Even though his character that
0: was for a per- it was to it was to demonstrate that that issue. was the
1: purpose. And yeah. I can see people that. People
0: like that are annoying people are toxic like that right like i have to be assertive and be a man and be aggressive and
1: right but but here's here's where i get weird i get annoyed at like different things i see (laughs) i get annoyed at different things like he looks weird to me even Mm -hmm. like yeah i there's things that i can't get past like there's that's why i have to give shows like six episodes yeah because for the first episode i'm like jarred by something i'm like oh the acting's weird or there's like uh uh An inner monologue going on. Why is this happening? Like, I'm asking too many questions because I'm not used to the show yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see Breaking Bad. Like, I don't think there's a character that struggles with toxic masculinity on Breaking Bad. Like Hank. Oh yeah, yeah, Hank. Hank to to a degree. Yeah, but but I guess to use that example, like maybe Hank, he's a character where you're like, okay, I can understand you better because. You're not annoying when you're with the main character, like Mm -hmm. so. I can understand you better. I can understand your journey as Mm -hmm. a character, but like Diet Steve Rogers, you're like you're just you're just. I can't help. You're just someone. You're just a discount Captain Captain America. America. Yeah, you. That's where it go. It just goes only that far. And and just using that example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just that example. Yeah, if we're
1: just using that example. Yeah, but overall, I think you're right. Like these concepts are good, and it's good for conversation. But I'm just not connected to a lot of what's happening because I've seen I've seen these things being done better in different platforms.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Maybe maybe I, I, the you term be, better. You, maybe you can go you can go a little bit more broader. This is a character psychological drama. Yeah. And a lot of shows deal with that. So it's like, okay, you're you're like, dang, this character, this main character is dealing with a lot of trauma and I care about it. Mm-hmm. this show you're like i don't really care about jessica's trying i think <laughs> it also
2: just sounds like you the show's not for you because not
0: yeah because
2: i can't think of another okay so this show isn't like breaking bad good but i can't think of another show that's similar to this mm-hmm. so in my eyes this is kind of a unique show especially since it's marvel related mm-hmm. yeah um and so I think, to me at least, what it sounds like is you just don't like this show. I, I'm not. Yeah. It's Which not, is fine. It's not for you. Yeah. 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 But... Like, I just don't connect with... I like, think breaking, bringing Breaking Bad into it is like a weird comparison because they're, they're kind of
0: two different also, shows, breaking even Bad. though they have great writing. Breaking right. Bad is one of the greatest... Yeah. Movies. That's not... Yeah. That's yeah. like comparing... Any basketball player to Michael Jordan—that's a little unfair. Right.
1: <laughs> no, so again, but I get pay, your point. I get your point. My, no, no, I get what you're to, saying. To the use of my examples isn't this show isn't Breaking Bad, so it's not good. That's not. You're just
0: using it to. I right. using to illustrate, something. like
1: you know, we don't agree with selling drugs, but we are willing to go past that because we've fallen in love with the character yeah. because of the great writing in that. Yeah, and and in, in saying that. Great writing can do wonders for whatever genre, for whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: you care about Walter's internal struggle. Yes. Like, he wants to succeed at selling drugs for yeah. whatever reason. Right. You did not care about Jessica's traumatic rape. I, I... But you, it's not like, but think about it. It's not like you would, uh, like, like, uh-huh. I don't relate to this topic, uh-huh. but I care about it a lot. hmm And I feel like this show did a good job of helping me be more aware of women that are in that situation. Because it's it's serious. Yeah. So I think it was cool that this show did a good job of making me aware. Like, okay, women Mm -hmm. go through these traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. And how does a superhero, a super-powered woman deal with it?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I I, I feel like um, the show has a lot of good things happening in it. But there's just, I don't know, for me, something's not connecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't That's know fair. what it is. It's not the fact that it's a female lead because <laughs> I've watched shows that have female leads. You like WandaVision. Yes. <laughs> um, it has nothing to do with the fact that this is a detective show. I love Batman. Yep. Um, there's nothing to, nothing to do with, you know, I don't know. I, there's just something I'm not connecting Cat and with. mouse.
0: Because I feel like you Breaking Bad is cat and mouse. Hank sure. is trying think, to catch Walter. Sure,
3: I think sure.
2: also for Rob, like, Jess, it isn't the type of girl that you would hang out with like or even yeah. be friends with. No. So I think nope. that also plays into it. Nope. Whereas I can see you getting along with, like, a Wanda, but not necessarily a Jessica. So I feel like that's probably that's probably it. You know what? I
3: think that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: that's it. Y'all know me so well. Rinaldi figured me out. Mm-hmm. Fergie, you you're Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> diagnose me figure
3: out nothing he's using y'all as a
1: cop-out <laughs> <laughs> i i honestly ex- i don't know
0: i don't know yeah. so guys she's been, she's been listening this whole time she goes hmm.
3: y'all
0: yeah, don't know what you're talking about guys just like rob has come to some peace with jessica jones i have come to eternal peace with trish Through these last three episodes, I realized something very profound about Trish.
3: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What else? What else? She
0: is inherently annoying.
3: Yes. (laughs)
0: Why? Oh, no. I I gasped too soon. Jessica and Trish still care about each other, even though she's annoying. Okay. Even though she's annoying.
2: That was there the whole time, though. (laughs) That
0: was there the whole time. No, but I feel like Jessica just doesn't. Jessica, to her... That annoyingness is something that is is how Trish expresses "I care about you mm-hmm. that's what it is that's mm-hmm. how she says, "I love you by being annoying. I feel like Trish is basically an over enthusiastic child, and you have to be like, "No no, 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 Trish, you <laughs> cannot jump into the pool." Without a life jacket I know you I, I know you love swimming but you need a life jacket
2: Trish All the things that you just said that <laughs> but also the fact that she has money and she's well connected so if you say something that she doesn't like she's going to do it anyways because she has the resources at her disposal yeah, that, like, mm-hmm. I think that's <laughs> the most <laughs> that's like it. infuriating
0: part But I feel like it, when Trish is properly focused, she uses that money to help Jessica very well. Um, yeah, she uses it to get her clues. Yeah, that could not get because she's broke.
2: Or even when um <laughs> like I started to like Trish for like half a second when she goes to Jess like you need to take a nap like you need to rest mm-hmm. now and she's like no I don't want to and then she's like well I need to rest and I'm like oh this is the first practical thing you've said this whole series like mm-hmm. yes you need to rest and save your energy for whatever it is you do in your day um but then in like the next few scenes she like did something with her mom and i was off her side again but (laughs) (laughs) she's just annoying you saw it i saw it for a second you saw the potential right i just i don't hate her always there yeah she's just just
0: no but drives right past it but i think for me it took me a while to get to where you guys are it took me time Mm. It took it took me it took me about thirteen episodes to, to get to where you guys got to. Thirteen episodes, six eight times. episodes ago. <laughs> six times. Ago. How, well, how many times did well, you What's thirteen times this? six? Um Yeah, this is six. This is six. This, this is six. So yeah, thirteen times. Well the other five <laughs> The other five I didn't question why I like Trish. You guys made me question Why like hey, just Hey we just made how, you do just, something Hey Look just that. like how we questioned Like bro why do you dislike this show So yeah. it was the same thing
1: Yeah I still don't know It's just I'm not connecting
0: I still don't know why I make excuses for Trish Cause that whole mom thing That was, that Fergie right. just brought up That made no sense Mm-mm. I don't make
1: excuses for nobody I'm like <laughs> Trish is dumb Luke
2: is dumb <laughs>
0: Hey this, you're cheating bro This is a show that you said was okay I it want to show I want to show like, her a movie where it's like Yo this is one of my favorite movies hmm. I want that <laughs> yeah. It's easy to do when it's okay is the Marvelous Friends podcast.